0: You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today, we're taking a look at the adversity we can all encounter during Advent and the biblical foundation for overcoming it. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Welcome to day 12 of our 12-day Advent journey, the 12 fights of Christmas, the advent and adversity. I'm so glad you made it this far, and we've got one more together. Uh, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow was without question the most popular poet of his day. I mean, his poetry shaped American culture, particularly the poem Paul Revere's Ride. Uh, He was so loved in America that on his 70th birthday in 1877, there were parades, speeches, and the readings of his poetry. Uh, Oliver Wendell Holmes called him our chief singer. But on Christmas Day in 1863, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow was inspired to write the poem we now know as the Christmas Carol, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to men. But what you may not know is there's a middle stanza to the song that were originally not published and often not sung. You see, it turns out in 1861, his wife, Frances, died from injuries sustained from a fire in their home. And this brought on a severe depression. She was his great joy. And that following year, the year he wrote the song, his son went off to Washington, D.C. to join the fight in the Civil War and was shot through the back and nicked in his spine. And that's the year he wrote the song. Uh, So let me read you the middle stanzas. He writes, Then from each black accursed mouth, the cannon thundered in the south. And with the sound, the carols drowned of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said. For hate is strong, and it mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And he wrote in his journal the following year, a merry Christmas, say the children. But there is no more for me. Turns out Longfellow wasn't such a big fan of those bells, at least not by a stanza Four he looked around and he said, they're promising peace on earth, but look at all the tragedy around me. Where will hope come from? And I mention this because some of you just honestly may be there. We we picked this Advent and adversity series because some people may look around and say, yo, peace on earth, goodwill to men, but the world's a dark place. Where can I find hope? Well, I want to tell you a story here, uh, beginning way back in Isaiah chapter... 7. And it's talking about the name that we mentioned last week or last time of Ocamom Emmanuel. The name Emmanuel means God with us. And it was spoken by Isaiah in a difficult day. Isaiah chapter 7. King Ahaz is ruling God's people and he's not a good king. And yet he finds out that other enemies are attacking him and there's a day of political instability and widespread anxiety. Imagine that. The people of God in political instability and widespread anxiety. What do you do? God sends Isaiah and tells them, you don't be afraid. God will deliver you from these enemies and he'll send you a sign. The virgin will conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And then Isaiah goes on to say, hey, here's the thing Ahaz, the the enemies you're afraid of are not the thing you should be afraid of. What's more concerning is what you're putting your hope in. Because Ahaz had put all his hope in a political alliance with Assyria. And Isaiah goes on, we won't read it all here, to tell him, hey, it's Assyria that's gonna actually wipe you out. That for some of us, our greatest problem is not our problem, it's the thing we're relying on to get through our problems. Some of us, our despair comes because we've put our hopes in the wrong thing. And here in this difficult day, he tells him, hey, a day's coming that's worse. Assyria is gonna attack you like a flood. They're gonna fill up this place like many waters, but it says, but they will only reach up to your neck They will fill the breadth of your land, O Emmanuel. It's interesting, he pulls up that name again. This Emmanuel is this name, God with us, gives this picture of of there's a boy that will rule over this land, and though destruction's coming, it will recede at God's choosing. Because God will be a sanctuary. He'll either be a stone of offense or a stone on which we can find safety. As the story continues, Isaiah tells them, here's the issue you're going to come to. As you see the darkness surround you, you're going to try to find hope somewhere. Ahaz was looking in political alliances. Then he'll say others will look to a strange spiritualism, seeking out the dead. They'll they'll sort of try to manipulate spiritual forces for a sense of comfort. And he says they won't find it. Others will look to all manner of different answers to their problems and he says they'll look to the earth but behold distress darkness gloom and anguish they'll be thrust into deep darkness we can search around for hope in the midst of our anxiety and we get deeper and deeper into darkness because what we looked for for security cannot keep us safe but then in Isaiah 9 he says but to the people who walked in darkness they've seen a great light those who dwell in a land of deep darkness on them a light has shone." For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulders, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace that in the midst of their distress, he says, hey, you're going to look to all these different things for hope. You're going to look to politics. You're going to look to a spiritualism or or a manipulated religion. You're going to look to all different answers on the earth, but all you're going to find is more and more darkness. But a light is dawning, not inside your heart from above you. A light can pierce through the darkness and shine upon you. And that light is coming from a boy, Emmanuel. God is going to show up with us. And that's exactly what happens in Matthew chapter 1. As we are told, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Luke 1 says to those who sit in darkness in the shadow of death, he's come to guide our feet into the way of peace. John 1 says of Jesus, In him was life. That light was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. What do you do when you look around and see darkness in the earth, and it seems like it's getting darker? You look up. Because a child has come who can pierce through the darkness and give us hope. This is what Longfellow did. The good news is, there's an upswing to his poem. He says at the end, Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. What, what he means there is louder than the cannon fire, louder than the tragedy he saw around him of civil war and conflict. He says louder than all the sounds of death and carnage and division and hostility and oppression. The bells rang louder and deep, and they cried, God is not dead nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men." To the people of God in the Old Testament, even when the darkness looks insurmountable, the light will come, a child who's a wonderful counselor and a prince of peace. And in the midst of Longfellow's tragedies, that's where he found hope. In the midst of his loss, he said, but there's a deeper sound, there's a brighter light. God's not dead. And so righteousness will be established. Wrongs will be cast out. There will be peace. Why? Because there's a God in heaven who's bringing goodwill to men. So I don't know what tragedies you're dealing with today. I don't. But I know that we can search all around us for answers, and we will not find the stability our souls seek. But you can find it in one place, the Savior who has come, the Son of God, the root of Jesse, Emmanuel, God with us. You cling to him, and you can find peace even in the midst of a dark day because he's guiding our feet onto the path of peace. The greatest fighters are those who know the one who fought for us. And my hope for you this Christmas is you will cling to him, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who's come. Love you. Praying for you. Merry Christmas. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages